Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 20 of Joyful Eating. So before we dive into this week's topic, I just wanted to share the best thing I ate on the weekend. So uh, I record these on a Monday. I'm still thinking about it. So I cooked a, we had like a big family family Sunday lunch and I slow cooked a shoulder of lamb, which was amazing as always. And then I served it with whipped feta. So it was just like feta pureed with some cream cheese and some water just to lighten it a bit, which was amazing. And then I served it with a pistachio salsa, which is a recipe. I'll share the link actually to the recipe. Um, That's something that I normally serve with fish. And I thought, oh, just thought it would be nice with lamb and it was amazing with lamb. And then we had like a tahini and kale salad, which I also is a you know favorite go-to recipe of mine. So I'll share the links in the show notes to those recipes if you're interested in um, having a beautiful meal like that yourself. Anyway, today our topic is how to cater for different diets without cooking multiple meals. So here's the plan. I'm going to first, I'll tell you the story behind why I decided to do this episode. Then we'll actually go into the how-to of how to do it. And then I've got a couple of bonus tips for you. And then we'll finish off with a key takeaway to help you apply this episode. So the story behind this is when someone joins my email newsletter, which I highly recommend you do if you haven't already, I send them a weekly welcome email and it's got a link to my amazing free um, e-cookbook, which is called 20 Minutes, Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes. So it's like all amazing recipes. And then I also asked, you know, what their biggest problem is when it comes to cooking and get them to reply to their email. And I, I read all those responses. And one of the like surprisingly most common responses is having a cater for different dietary requirements in the one house, which is something that I'm only too familiar with. So in our house, I choose to eat low carb most, mostly to manage my diabetes. And then I have two small boys and they have a big distrust of anything green. So they're not a big fan of vegetables and they love all things carbs. And then there's my Irishman who um, he has been having some problems with IBS. So he he does eat some vegetables, but he needs to watch his quantities with those. And then I also cook for my dad. So he lives in a retirement village. And so I like cook all his meals as well. And he used to be gluten, dairy, and I think it was peas that he, he used to avoid, but he's actually done some work to heal his gut. So he's actually fine now. He eats pretty much what I eat, but it needs to be something that's freezable and that will last so that he can, um, you know, because I take him every a week's worth of meals and he just has them in the fridge and freezer and defrost them as he goes. But he's, he has that requirement. So this is like all the things that I'm juggling. Everyone has their thing. So how do I manage these diff- all these different dietary requirements without having to cook multiple meals all the time? So the thing is that it actually doesn't need to be difficult. And the first thing I want you to do is if, if this is you and it's something that you're struggling with is to change how you're thinking about it. It always comes back to our thoughts. But what you want to do is just focus on what everyone can eat instead of focusing on what you can't. So first and easiest solution is just to find meals that are going to please everyone. So by asking yourself, like, what can we all eat? 
that just gets your brain thinking about all the options there are that that suit everyone. When we define our what we're eating by what we don't eat, all we see is that problem of what we're not, we, all the differences. Whereas if we ask ourselves, what is it that everyone can and wants to eat, that just changes our focus. So changing the way you think is really, really important. And it will just has, it just gets your brain starting to think in terms of solutions instead of problems. Then the next thing I think that works really well for all for me is just serving different sides. So the main component of the meal is it will be similar, but then I have different side dishes. And this is how I pretty much serve all my meals. So in our like our lamb yesterday, the boys just had like their lamb plain. And then I also cooked some white beans, so cannellini beans. So they had the, the beans. My Irishman had some beans, but then he also had some of the kale salad and I just had the kale salad. So we were having different sides, but the essential meal was the same. And if the boys wanted to have some pistachio salsa, they could have, but they it was green, of course. So, you know, you don't want to trust anything green. Um, but my Irishman and I both had that. And then I was actually able to um, pack up the leftovers and they were fine for my dad. So he didn't, I didn't put a lot of kale in because I was going to freeze them. But yeah, the kale would be okay. Defrosted wouldn't be as nice, but the beans and lamb and the salsa, absolutely, you know, that worked really well. So yeah, how can you serve different sides is the first thing. And then the other option is sometimes like, particularly if you've got like a vegetarian and a non-vegetarian, is that you'll need to look at serving different types of protein. So in our exam example, if I had have had your know, friends coming and I had a vegetarian friend, I would have made something for them that would have been suitable. So I guess they could have just had the beans and the salsa and actually thinking about it, the beans and the, the salsa and the feta and the salad would have made a really lovely meal in its own. But I also could have cooked a different protein option for them. So I could have boiled some eggs or I could have... Um, made some like zucchini falafels for them, uh, which actually that recipe's on um, on my website as well. You should definitely check that out. Yeah, there, there's always options. So you know, if you've got a vegetarian and a non-vegetarian, like you know, serving the same sides and the same sauce with a, with different types of protein is just a really easy thing to do. And then finally, I'd say in terms of how is just to be accepting of the situation. And and we have all these, like, we shouldn't have to cook all these multiple meals, but sometimes actually the easiest option and the best option is that you do have separate meals. And that's okay. Like just accepting that, that sometimes that that's actually the best option and not making yourself wrong for doing that, I think is another important thing that I do as well with the boys. But if you are cooking, you know, two separate meals, then you want to make sure that each of those meals is something that's really simple. So on the nights where I am cooking, you know, something separate for the boys to what my Irishman and I are having, I make it that like each meal is only going to take me, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. So in total, I'm still, you know, out of like not spending more than than 30 minutes in the kitchen. And there's heaps of options that you can do. So in that way, they're getting a meal they're happy with. I'm not spending too much time. I'm happy with what I'm eating. So so that's pretty much it. You just want to focus on what everyone can eat. Look to how you can serve different sides. You know, if you need to serve different protein, look at that, those options. And then also the, accept the situation and, and know that sometimes it's okay to cook separate meals. Of course, you don't want to be doing that every single night. But if on those nights that you are, having some easy go-tos is really a lifesaver there. And then I have a bonus tip for you. So my bonus tip is, you know, apart from 
you know, when I'm cooking like really simple stuff, the other thing that I do is I I cook in bulk and when I, so whenever I'm in the kitchen, I always look for ways like what can I cook extra now so that it's going to save me time later. So for example, with the beans on the weekend, I, like I cooked a big like 500 grams, so like a pound of beans and some of them we ate, some of them went to my dad and then I've also got some cooked beans in the fridge that I'm probably going to cook, make a soup or I'll do something with them. I don't know what yet, but I'll do something with them later. Yeah. So just always be thinking about like, what can I do? So if I'm ever cooking rice for the boys, I always cook more than we need and I freeze it in Ziploc bags so then I can have fried rice. And actually that's one of my go-to easy meals for them when I want to cook something when we are when I am cooking something different for me and my Irishman, I have like that rice in the fridge and it's like literally five freezer and I defrost it and then it's literally five five minutes to make my egg fried rice um, for them and they love it. So they're happy and then my Irishman I have whatever you know I'm cooking for us. But yeah, how can you just ask yourself the question? Like, you know, get, getting into the habit of cooking in bulk is really, really helpful. And my other bonus tip is to get a list of go-to, I call them go-to meals. So you want to come up with a list of meals that you that work for you and the tweaks that work for you, whatever your situation is. And you know, it might be five, it might be just having two will make a difference, or but or maybe even having 10. And but if you've got those those meals that you know work for everyone and you've got that list in front of you, like that just makes it easy to plan and easy to decide what to cook because you've got those ideas in front of you. And you're not like starting from scratch every night trying to figure out what you're going to make. So that's my bonus tip is to to go with go-to meals. So our key takeaway from today is really like if you are someone that has this situation where you've got different dietary requirements that you need to cater for, the key thing is to just really change how you think about it and start looking at it in terms of possibilities and then also come up with a list of go-to meals, like things that work for you so that you're not having to reinvent the wheel every time. And if you want help with this, like all my recipes, I include um, variations under the recipes. So how you can tweak, so I actually tell you how you can tweak it for different dietary requirements. So if it needs to be dairy-free or gluten-free or vegan or whatever, um, or carb, I include a carb love as vegetarian for those of you that are also <laughs> cooking for people who love carbs. So yeah, that, that that's definitely check out my recipes. And if you actually want more help within Simple Meal Plans, which is my paid meal planning service, that has all my recipes I've ever written on the one website. There's actually a go-to meals challenge in that that you can take anytime. So, and that will help you like develop your own list of easy, delicious meals that suit everyone. And so if you'd like to actually take that that step further, uh, you're welcome to join Simple Meal Plans. It's That challenge is available whenever you want to, to do it. And so for more details on Simple Meal Plans and how they can help you, just go to my blog. So if you Google stone soup, so that's stone as in rock and soup as in a bowl of, um, and then just click on the meal plans tab and you'll see all the details there. So I hope you found that helpful and just know that you know, so many people have this thing of having to cook for different dietary requirements these days. So you're definitely not alone there. Hope that helps and look forward to catching you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes. 
simple whole foods for joyful weeknight dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.